Yeah, what's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 805. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. It really helps out the show. Later on in the show, we got China Dow out, and we're going to be talking about the movie Dirt. You know, the story of Motley Crue. Yeah, baby, Motley Crue, man. They knew how to party. Woo, I just wish. Don't you wish? I know you wish in the 80s you were a band. They got all kinds of ladies. Got all kinds of fun, if you know what I mean. That's coming up in the second half. Now, we have a few stories. We have information. The 911 calls are coming out for that shooting that happened in Ohio. And we already covered that as they were searching, I believe it was, the Avengers Clubhouse. But we're going to take a look at that. I got one video for that, the latest, and then the original uh, I'll put out at the end of the show. That way you guys can check out how it was being reported and all that type of stuff. Sad state of affair. We have another hit and run, and this time down in Florida. But they have a picture of the guy that they want to talk to. So if you know this guy, give him up. No reason for a hit and run. None whatsoever. I don't care what the excuses are. And I believe the guy was 68 years old that was on the motorcycle. Right now, we have in our background, Corey Chavez's scooter, baby. Now, this is a beautiful custom. It is a 1998 Evo. It has a Craft Tech rigid frame, a DNA Springer front end, and a six-speed tranny and 120 uh, twisted spokes wheels in the front. She is gorgeous. Gory gorgeous, man, I'm talking. That is a badass bike right there. Uh, a lot of creativity in it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Again, I got a ton of bikes that I'm being uh, going to be featuring on the YouTube. Uh, I'll put you in line, man. I'll put you in line if you got one that you want to send. And it don't only have to be Harley Davidson. It can be any bike. We're all bikers here. Two wheels. That's all that counts. Send it to info at insanethrottlebikernews.com and we'll get it on there but badass bike. I even love that green, man. You know what? The green is awesome, Corey. Uh, anyway, let's go to a first story here. Lakeland, Florida. Polk County man wanted for striking biker and leaving scene. Yes, he's a scumbag. Yes, Scumbag, scumbag, scumbag. Efren Perez, 41, is wanted for a recent hit-and-run uh, crash that badly injured a motorcyclist. And they're hoping the public can help them track down a wanted man, which the title said for striking this motorcyclist. Deputies said Efren Perez, 41, of Auburndale, is wanted for a hit-and-run crash that occurred in Winter Haven, which significantly injured a motorcycle. Okay, he was 67, not 68. Now, the 67-year-old uh, uh, Aubindern uh, male, man, 
got me pissed already and I'm starting to mess up on the English here. That's when you know I'm getting mad when I mess up on my hooked on phonics training. Uh, sustained numerous bone, uh, broken bones, head trauma, and was taken to a local hospital. There is the wanted poster. He's a girly man, ain't he? Look at his hair. He's a girly man. <laughs> uh, his date of birth is 6'4 of 81. He's 5 foot tall, uh, 5 foot 2 inches tall, 135 pounds, brown eyes. And his charges are leaving a scene of a crash with serious injury. First Street West in Auburndale. Girly man. Uh, goes on to say there's a man fighting for his life in the hospital because a coward hit him. And then fled the scene without contacting emergency services. That's a felony. If you think you may have seen or heard anything at all, please contact them. Your tip might be the key of information we need to find the suspect responsible for this crime. The victim and family is in our prayers that according to Sheriff Grady Judd, and that goes for us as well, we are thinking about him and talking to the old man upstairs. Hopefully he helps out on this. There's the girly man right there, Ephraim Perez, 6'4 and 1981. Five inches, uh, or five feet, two inches tall, 135 pounds. Get it going. Next one has really got me going. Eight of the 23 charges are dropped against CMV driver accused of killing seven members of a motorcycle club in New Hampshire. Yes, the trial has been going on. The prosecution has rested their case. The Defense is now up, and as the, his trial progresses, many charges have been dropped against a driver involved in a crash that claimed the life of several members of the Marine Corps Mem Motorcycle Club three years ago. Uh, let's see here. During the course of the trial, prosecutors have argued that uh, POS ingested heroin, fentanyl, cocaine on the day of the fatal crash and pointed to an interview with police during which he appears to admit to causing the tra uh, crash. And then they're turning it on, uh, the defense is going after Maza, who was the president, and he had a blood alcohol level over the legal limit of 0.08 at the time of the crash. And then the defense moved to, uh, to demiss all charges during the court appearance. Uh, Judge Peter Borstein ruled that there was insufficient uh, evidence to support DUI or intoxication charges and allowed for the dismissal of eight charges related to substance abuse. He is still facing 15 counts including negligent homicide, manslaughter, and reckless conduct. Whose pocket are you in? Really, whose pocket you in? This was a CDL driver days before he was caught in Texas, I believe, on tape, being all screwed up. Those drugs were in a system, but you don't want to allow it uh, evidence, and now you drop the charges. What are you people putting in the drinking water out east with your judges? These are the same people that give you no-cash bail for murderers. Just saying, man. Just saying.
and he had a CDL. When you have a CDL, if you're on dope or anything in your blood system, it gets pulled. But it was too late because they, their computer systems, I guess, didn't talk. Unfreaking believable, man. Going to Coda territory, a biker and driver altercation escalates into a shooting. Let's take a look at the videotape right now. And an SUV driver quickly escalated into a shooting Tuesday night in Rapid City. Police are investigating, but they say there are no reports of injuries from the shooting. Witnesses say the incident started around 8 last night with an altercation between two people on the 700 block of South Street. At one point, police say the biker pulled a handgun and shot at the SUV and then fled the scene. Woo! Don't mess with a motorcyclist, huh, man? They'll pull on a pull a piece on you in a heartbeat right there. But nowadays, there's so many crazy people out there. You gots to carry, man. You gots to carry to protect yourself out there. You never know when you're going to use it. If you have state laws or something, go get a CCW, man. Go get your concealed carry permit. That way you can... Pull out, man, in case somebody needs, uh, you know, that's trying to run up on you or something. And once you pull it out, use the damn thing. Anyway, now we have that story out of Ohio. And this one is witnesses tell 911 motorcycle group is responsible for the deadly bar shooting. I guess what happened was, according to these news reports, and I don't know, I'm just going on these news reports, is a group of uh, club guys showed up. There was a scuffle on the back uh, porch. Next thing you know, people uh, were getting shot. They originally reported this as a mass shooting in Ohio. That's how they reported this incident. And that's some scary stuff, man, because now they're trying to tie bikers into mass shootings, and it's just going to make it worse with the freaking feds. Uh, let's see here. Columbus police are on the trail of the group they believe to be responsible for the deadly bar shooting. In 911 calls made to Columbus police, witnesses named a motorcycle group they claim to be responsible for this shooting. One caller appears to be a worker at the bar, she said this just seconds after the chaos broke out. They're shooting. I think somebody's been hit. I need a squad. They're shooting like a bunch of shots, eh? Yeah. And then the dispatcher goes on, and you'll hear this. Who's they? Asked the dispatcher. The Avengers. The Avengers Fight Club. Well, it must have been crazy, man, because it's a motorcycle club, not a fight club. They're on their motorcycles. Can you please? I heard like 20 shots. That's some scary stuff right there, man. 20 shots? Holy cow. Let's go to the and video and let's hear hurt. the 911 calls. The two men killed are ages 34 and 50. We first told you about this as breaking news last night on Fox 28 News at 10. That's when police were called out to the old landmark tavern on Rumsey Road. Tonight, Steve Levine is uncovering where police are going with this investigation. Columbus police tell me they're trying to determine exactly what happened moments before the shooting. If there was more than one gunman, and if the shooting is in connection to any other incident that happened here at the bar, 
within the past several days. Gunshots ring out at the old landmark tavern last night, leaving two men dead and three other men wounded. At this point, we don't know who were victims, who were suspects, and it may have been a shootout. Uh, so we're trying to assess all that. Police tell us an altercation at the bar ended with an exchange of gunshots. One neighbor who lives not far from the corner bar did not want to go on camera, but said there was lots of commotion on the street shortly before the shooting. I don't know how many motorcycles came down this street, but it was an odd amount, you know, traffic-wise, and they all went to the bar. And I would say 20, 30 minutes later, I heard four pow, 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 pow. And Police not commenting if motorcycle clubs were involved, Officers say 50-year-old Glenn Clark died at the tavern. 34-year-old Nicholas Dowler was rushed to the hospital, but died a short time later. Three other men also recovering from gunshot wounds. It's bad for the community. and People need to stop stealing and killing. People inside the business declined to comment. Several patrons of the old landmark didn't want to talk on camera, but called the business quiet and friendly and were shocked to hear about the shooting. Police scheduled a noon news conference, but canceled it at the last minute, saying investigators had no updated information. Neighbors now waiting to learn what happened and what's going to be done to keep their community safe. And I don't know the situation, but they don't have any respect for the neighbors anymore. I mean, it's getting, it's louder. It's, yeah, no one needs that. On your side in South Columbus, Steve Levine, ABC6 News. And that's the first video of the incident. It was covered a little differently in the video I'm going to put out after uh, I get done here with the ending monologue and stuff like that. You guys got to make your own minds up. That's what they're reporting, how they're reporting it. My concern is the mass shooting type of deal that's being reported all over the internet with this because 20 shots fired, two guys dead, others injured. It's not going to go well for the biker club community out there. Because now citizens, they're saying they're scared or this needs to stop in our neighborhood. It was just a neighborhood bar. We don't know how the fight started, why it started. But what we can see from the news reports, people are scared. And when citizens are scared, it's never a good thing. They're the ones who, again, elect the representatives who make the laws who sick the cops on everybody. Sad state of affairs. What did you guys think about that New Hampshire thing? That's really got me bugged right now. You know he has the drugs in his system. You know it stays in your system for a few days. So how can you drop the OWI charges? There's something fishy going on here. Something really fishy going on. Let me know what you guys think. Sad state of affairs. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Doll after this music break.
gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to circus. Let our gunsmen, woodcutting cars, take you away to the wild west. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's showtime. Oh yeah, it's going to be a circus uh, in this segment of the show. We're going to be talking about Motley Crue, they're partying, and the movie Dirt. But beforehand, we got to wish my youngest a happy birthday. Yes, my Corey, the one who makes me laugh every day and actually makes my day. He's 19 years old today. And then, of course, we got the cooter pocket sitting right next to me. <laughs> that is China Dow. How are you doing, China? How's everything? Since when are you using cooter pocket? That's my word. Well, it might be your word, but that's your nickname, though. No, it is not. Cooter uh-uh. pocket is your nickname. No, I'm going to go get a refund at Dollar Gentral. <laughs> uh, no. Hey, your necklace is back on. You're I over know. here playing with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's been like months. It feels so good to have this thing back. Yeah, until the grandbabies bust it. No, they ain't busting it. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to whoop them kids' ass. No. But no. It, it, it's our youngest birthday. I know. 7.37 a.m. I had him cesarean suction. I remember when he came out, I looked over the screen. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's not what you said. Yes, I did. Well, you said that, and then right after that, you said he looked just like his sister. Yeah, he but looked bigger. just like his sister, but bigger. Yeah. He was, what, eight pounds? Eight pounds on the nose. And eight you were pounds. looking like a beach whale during his. Oh, my God. I was so huge. I see. You know what? I have to find that picture. Of me in the gown? Yeah. Where I had to wear the 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 hospital gown, one backwards and one frontwards, because one just my by itself God. wouldn't fit. Because I was huge. And that was before kidney stones, so I used to make fun of women that they look like whales and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, after that. You were double. The I was size. huge. I was save save the whales harpoon me. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But he is awful. the youngest. He is the baby. He uh, is of the your, baby uh, of the five. Of the five. Yeah, he's the baby. Interesting stuff, man. When you look at a C-section, though. <laughs> Your favorite was when they put my uterus on my chest when they tied. My I was tubes. like, "What the fuck yeah. are you doing?" Yeah, after having a girl and then a boy, I'm done. Yeah, you were like, uh, sew me up, man. Burn my Burn shit. Burn it. Take it out. If you took it already out, just leave it out. I don't care. Throw it away. Do whatever. I'm not having any more kids. I got one of each. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Good. Two kids. Even though when I was growing up, I'm like, I want five. No. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think I could have survived. Oh, but two years after, Corey, what was you saying? I wish you didn't get your tubes tied. We should have another kid. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, jerky. That's basically what you were saying to me. I'm like, you already have five. You're done. <laughs> I wanted a whole freaking football team. Man. No, not with me. <laughs> wouldn't that happen? You would have just... You guys wouldn't recognize her in this picture. No. They not, wouldn't. Uh, no, not at all. The Japanese were hunting you for that whale oil, man. Oh, shut the fuck up, dick. They were. I'm going to have to find that picture. It's actually in the attic. I'll have to take a picture of the picture <laughs> and post it later. 
Well, that's what we got a scanner here for. That way they can see every detail. They can see every detail if I take a picture of the picture. Trust me. They'll see it. And then I'm sitting here thinking, man, I popped this. (laughs) Well, who's the one that decided, uh, let's smash the birth birth control so we could have another kid, dumbass? Well, you know, it happens. Doesn't take two to tango there. You you took charge of that by smashing my shit with a hammer. Well, I got Corey out of the deal. I know. Thank God. Ain't you happy that uh, I made that decision? Yeah, but that's why I'm done. <laughs> Never know. I don't know. After having five grandbabies, man, yeah, that that was uh, a picture I could have had, and it's like, nah, I would have died by then. Because, you know, if we did have another one, they'd be like 16, 17 right now. No, I don't want another one that's still in school. I'd have kicked him in the ass by now. No, not happening. Especially with the mother then, being then, a you know, then, baby in them. And then question, which would it have been? Do you think it would have been a boy or a girl? I think it would have been a girl. Because you have a girl? A I don't know how they do it down south, Here's man. how. Here's how you have it, though. This is, this is from your oldest to the youngest. You have a girl. Yeah. You have a boy. You have a girl. You have a boy. And then a boy. <laughs> so it could have went either way. <laughs> yeah, it could have. It could have. <laughs> It's Movie Review Friday. Yeah, so we watched... And it's also what? Motley Crue Day. We're going to have a lot of Motley Crue songs coming up. Yeah. I loved that movie. I did. I loved it. It reminded me of a lot of stuff. There, there were a lot of parts of that movie where I threw up in my mouth. Oh, my goodness. Especially when they ran into Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> is a fucking maniac, Dude, man. he peed on the ground and fucking drank Licked it. it up. He was a motherfucker back then, man. And he snorted ants in the movie. Yeah. He's like, dude, we just said we're out of coke. And he goes, Mm-mm. gets down on the ground and snorted a line of ants. What the fuck? You have to admit that the 80s was a party decade. These motherfuckers were seriously whacked. Oh, I love their manager, though, Doc. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, he was cracking me up. He goes, I managed and listed a shit ton of bands, right? He goes, ain't nothing like managing Motley Crue (laughs) and the shit that they put him through. (laughs) Nikki Six, man, Vince Neil, freaking Mick Mars, Tommy Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. It was insanity, man. Yeah, it was. I, I wish and they're, they're, the, they're the ones who were the producers of the, the they produced, movie. Yeah, because it was originally a book. It was originally a book. So they had to wait a while to get the movie rights, but it was originally a book. Well, they fought to get the their bu- music rights, I read the book too. when it came out. I did. Yeah, they did get their music rights finally. Shot at the Devil, I remember that one. Yeah. It drove all the conservatives crazy. Mm. It drove them insane. I don't know. I'm liking some doctor. That's where you had that uh, (laughs) Tipper Gore and shit like that running around saying that they're trying to mind control our kids and shit. It was off of that. That's what started it was Shout at the Devil, then Wasp. I think the part that cracked me up was you. Yeah, I fucked your world up during that movie. You're like, his dad's name is Mr. Rogers. No, it's fucking not. (laughs) That's just a rumor. There was a rumor for years going around that. Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers himself, was Tommy Lee's dad. I was dad. disappointed. And he's not. I'm like, really? Google it. I go, look it up on your phone right now. Look it up. And he's like sitting there going, yeah, that's what I thought, dude. You couldn't find it. Now, could what you? was interesting about their uh, how they were raised 
Nikki Six was in a abusive household. Yeah, with his mother. His mother was fucking everything around. <laughs> Multiple days. She would screw anybody. Mm-hmm. And then you had Tommy Lee that grew up in, like, in this the middle leave class. Leave it to Beaver yeah, shit. Yeah, leave it to Beaver shit. Hi. But he was close to his parents. He was. Very close. Where Nikki, Nikki actually and people don't realize. changed his name from, what was it? Frankie Jr. Frankie Jr. to yeah. Nikki Six. Yeah, he changed it when he left his, when he left his house. He <laughs> left his mom. And Tommy and Vince went to school together. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is Vince Neal, his actual name is Vince Neal with a different last name. Yeah, and you then, don't want to watch him and nowadays. Then, and then Tommy is Tommy Lee and then his last name. So mm. they basically just dropped their last names. Right. But and not Mick but, Mars, man. Mick Mars is just Mick Mars. <laughs> Mickey was Mick, man. He's he's insane. What did you think about the uh, one scene where they're sitting around the table, and and a girl a bro- pops up? Yeah, broad sitting there anytime, giving blowjobs. Anytime somebody else sat down at the table, a broad would pop up between their legs, blowjob, <laughs> and they're like, "No, I'm good, thanks." I'd be like, "Yeah, man, take that shit out there and go." But yeah, she hid under the table every time they sat at that table and was giving blowjobs to all of them. Their first performance, yeah, they got in a fucking fight. Yeah, before they even sang. Before they even sang, they got in a fucking fight. Made a comment about Vince Vince Neil looking like a girl. Well, they were glam bands at that time. But that was prior. Yeah, crew just went from there. That was prior to them doing the the extravagant. You know, eyeliner and all that shit. Well, they, uh, Tommy Lee actually was wearing his sister's, uh, his pants. sister's leggings. And he <laughs> says, Well, I look better in them any damn way. <laughs> Mom, why didn't you make them take them off? It's fine. <laughs> and I think they started what, in 83 or 81? They actually started. Because they were going to go by the name Xmas. Xmas. Yeah. You could you imagine mm. Motley Crew going around as, hey, let's play Xmas. What the fuck is wrong with them? They were snorting some shit, man. Dude, they short snorted a lot of shit. <laughs> I think it was eighty one, uh, if I'm not They started together back in eighty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. They were coming right off the nineteen seventies and stuff. Yep. Which was a decent error. You know, the later half of the 70s has some decent music, but 80s set it on fire, man. Yeah, in 1980 was when Frankie Jr. changed his name to Nikki Six. Nikki Six, baby! Yeah. And then, some people don't realize, but his uh, Tommy Lee's mom, mm-hmm. when she came, she she's not from here. Yeah, she's from out of the country. She actually couldn't even speak English, and then I guess a few months after that was when she married his dad. Which was awesome. She actually, uh, in the movie... <laughs> she snaps off on She one snaps of the girls. off on... Uh, Groupie! On, uh, what's it called? Uh, Tommy's girlfriend that they were going to get married, but about five minutes earlier, Nikki Six was fucking her. <laughs> and the mother goes on and says, oh, you're a groupie! Isn't this what you say, groupie? <laughs> yeah, Tommy Tommy Lee's yeah, he's Greek. She's he's Greek? He's Greek. His mom's from Greece. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And the woman that played her had the best accent ever. <laughs> I think they got some good actors that played them. I, they do, because they actually show at the end the comparison of the actor and the actual person. And they looked identical, they, almost. The only one that threw me for a loop was the one that did Vince Neil. Yeah, Vince Neil. I mean, the hair was the same. The body type was the same back in the 80s. Why did they want to look like girls back then? That's the, You know what? Dude, that's it why was I glam was a, band. That's I was what Metall- it was all about. I love Metallica. Uh, scorpions. Oh, give me a break. I mean, come on. You got, you got. Def Leppard. You got Def Leppard with the hair. You got Twisted Sister. Def Leppard didn't have They the had hair. the hair. No. Yes, they did. Maybe one of the guitarists did. The lead did. singer did. He had a freaking mullet. Exactly. He had a mullet, which was what was in back then. Joe, I still see Joe them Joe Dirt wants his hair back, though. Don't you see them today now? Yeah, I see a lot of mullets. It is not coming back, people. No, it's not. It's not allowed. I will cut that <laughs> shit off myself. Fucking morons. And fucking, you got Twisted Sister with the They're makeup the and the hair. They're the ones who started the makeup Ozzy and with hair. the freaking hair. Yeah, but Ozzy was, he wasn't glam. He wasn't glam, but he had the hair and he had the eye makeup. You then cannot you talk Twisted about Sister. the Prince of Darkness, man, uh, being a glamour. I didn't say he was glam. I'm talking about, you're, you're mentioning the freaking hair. All the bands, all the 80s bands, all had hair. White Snake, all of them. Yeah, they had long hair. They like, all had the hair. Like the broads. Then you got Kiss with the makeup and the hair. Then you got Twisted Sister with the makeup What's and the hair. What's funny is I have to agree with Mick Mars. I hated Kiss, and I still do. I can't stand Kiss. I can't stand them. I think it was funny uh, in the very beginning where Nikki Six said that the 80s was the shittiest time ever. <laughs> And there it was, the decade of fucking decadence, man. And I'm like, dude. They even you put had Nancy Reagan. They even put Nancy Reagan in there, man. With the just say no. Just say no uh, attitude. Well, that so was the big thing then, too. It was Nikki that actually started the band. And yeah. then you had Tommy Lee. They got close. They Him put and, an ad yeah, in the paper. Nikki befriended Tommy Lee. And then next was they put an ad in the paper, and that's how they found Mick Mars. And then Tommy went to high school with Vince, and Vince was with a different band at the time. He was a, a cover band. Yeah, he was with Rock and I, is what it was called. Oh, I never heard of him. As the lead vocalist. And then they decided to change it up. And... The funny thing is, is people don't realize that Mick Mars is the one that came up with the name Motley Crue. Yeah, Mick came up with that. The only thing that Nikki Six did was he added the dots above the O in Motley mm-hmm. and the U in Crew. And they had a very good idea starting out was to make a show... Kind of like Iron Maiden did with Eddie. Mm-hmm. They would have a concert-style venue where the fireworks and all the pyrotechnics in a little spot. Yeah. And, you know, you were talking about their first one, their first show. Their first show started with a big brawl, and it was at the Starwood, but they all, it was like a hit. And then they sold out nightclubs all over L.A., 
Well, it was the Sunset Strip. That's where Rat came out of. Yep, Poison. Poison came out of uh, Brett Michaels, man. He's the only one out of the 80s that actually looks like he's still in the 80s. Hell yeah. He didn't drug himself up. He still looks good. He didn't drug himself up. He didn't alcohol himself up. He actually took care of his body back then. A lot of these guys look rough now. Mm -hmm. They look fucking rough. And it's all the partying. It had to be. Motels and hotels hated having Motley Crue there. Especially Tommy Lee walk, running around in a freaking thong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this fucking movie's kick ass. He's running around in a fucking thong through the hallways. They're all drunk and high. And I think my favorite scene was the very first time they shoved a TV out the window. Oh, yeah, under that car. Under that guy's freaking nice-ass car. They were like, oops! <laughs> it just oops. fell. We don't know what happened. <laughs> it gave a look behind the lifestyle as well with women. Yeah. And these bands. Asking. T uh, they would just drop to their knees and suck their dick. Yeah. That's why everybody wanted to be in a band in the 80s. They wanted the blowjobs. And Vince, every tour, would fuck a few people in the different cities. You wonder how many kids he might have? The best part, though, was when they sat down and asked him during their first tour. Mm -hmm. Dude, how many people did you fuck? And he's like, well, two. They're like, dude, not today. Not today, yeah. <laughs> We're talking the whole tour. And then that gangbang in Utah and Salt Lake. Yeah. I'm I wonder if he got a co couple Mormons or something. You're terrible. They take that. They do that shit out there, man. They have like six or seven wives. I talk about this all the time. <laughs> he probably got in with a household and fucked all the wives. It's possible. We don't know. And like you said, he might have had more kids, but we don't know because the only kid we heard about through was the movie Skyler. was Skyler. I'm surprised none of them ended up with AIDS. Because they didn't use condoms. They well, even admitted it. Well, not just that, but Nikki Six, man, he went to heroin. Well, that was later on in the show. Later on in his life. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't use... Uh, I never... Uh, they didn't even get gonorrhea, man. They. It must have been the luck of the draw. Probably. I remember they had David uh, Lee Roth in the apartment. Yeah. And that mirror, mirror fell on his ass. Yeah. And he just kept on going. He just kept on doing his drugs. <laughs> like it nothing happened. And before they got famous in their apartment, they had to nail the door shut because the cops kept on breaking in the door so everybody came through the window. Yep. Yep. They came through the window of the apartment. And I don't know if y'all remember, though, but uh, in 1984, at Vince's house, they had this huge party. That's where Tommy Lee met Heather Locklear. I don't know. You what called she her Heather Thomas. And so did uh, somebody in the movie. Tommy did. Yeah, Tommy did. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's Heather Thomas. Yeah, she from the, played in from Fall, the show Fall Guy. Oh, I love the movie Fall Guy. So she's like, no, that's Heather Thomas. I'm Heather Locklear. Mm. Can't you admit that we had some pretty damn series in. Uh... The 80s, you had The Fall Guy, you had Different Strokes. <laughs> Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons. Facts of Life. 
Dallas. I didn't watch much. I didn't watch Dallas. You know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing uh, was MASH when it went Who killed JR? Who cares? <laughs> that was huge, man. They teased the shit out of that. Yeah, but who cares at that point? It was kind care. of a corny type of a decade, but at the same time, it was a party decade. And these guys with the women were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They uh, Tommy Lee was getting blowjobs while he was on the phone with Heather Lockler. Yeah, he had to hang up with her. <laughs> but they also used to do a lot of away time on their tours. Yeah. They got lucky. Nowadays, I don't think it would be like that because it was according to record albums. Mm-hmm. Now it's all digital. Well, the, their initial contract was to complete and successfully get done five albums five albums Mm -hmm. and they completed that they were with electra yeah and it was funny with the the guy who got him the contract it was vince neal banging his girlfriend yeah that was and he said if you never if you don't want your girlfriend banged don't let him hang around with motley crew (laughs) right or wrong that's what he said yeah, and he did. Don't let him hang around Motley Crue. He, they, He's they like, I found shit. out a few years later. <laughs> and then you have uh, Nikki banging freaking Tommy's broad. Yeah, her name was Roxy. That's the one that the mom called her a groupie. Uh-huh. And then on the bus... Tommy she, just she fucking would, slapped the piss oh, out of her. He, she didn't get slapped, dude. She got punched in the face. Because she kept calling Tommy's mom a cunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that word. So, next thing you know, he's telling her, stop saying it. And she's like, he's like, give me a pen. This broad stabbed him in the shoulder with a freaking pen. And that's when he knocked the shit out And then he got up and punched her right in the face. (laughs) I was always wondering, and it was the times, none of them got arrested for the shit they did. Only person that got arrested for anything was Vince Neil. Yeah, Vince Neil, but... Vince, Vince Neil... Back in 84, he got arrested um, for a car accident for a DUI. Uh, He killed Razzle, who was in another band. He was in Hanoi Rocks or something like that. That's when he he was from, what, Britain? Yeah, and he was told he was going to be sentenced. It was like a $2.5 million payout. And 60 days in jail or 30 30, days? 30 days in jail for vehicular manslaughter, which was reduced to 19 days. Because he was drunk as a skunk. He was shit-faced. That's the only... But I'm talking about what they did in the hotels. They were uh, gluing fucking furniture to the ceiling. Yeah. That was some... uh, Who the fuck thinks of that? They did. Because they were high. And I guess y'all... Coke is a big thing, I guess, so uh, I guess you act different on Coke than you do pot. But they mix that shit with alcohol, weed. They were going crazy. I'm surprised they didn't OD all these guys. I know Nikki did later on in the the film. Yeah, but that was heroin. But how the hell did they even make it snorting that much Coke on their hearts? You... that's what shocked me between their drinking and the coke that they did, and how, the how fuck you do and that? how much money they were spending on all that coke. It was nuts. 
It's like fucking insane. Every scene you've seen a tray with coke. <laughs> Even on the airplanes. Oh, the airlines, those private charters, man, would serve that shit. They'd be like, okay, here's your alcohol, here's your tray of coke. Here's your alcohol, here's your tray of coke. It's like, what the fuck? That was insane. <laughs> Talking about living the fucking life, man. And the how the homes that they had, holy hell. Well, you said what? Mick Mars is worth what? Seventy million. Seventy million dollars today. So he was actually smart about his money. Yeah. Well, I think they're also making uh, royalties on the music because they kept it. You know, that's how they got out of their deal with Electra Records. Is that? Yeah, because at the end, Electra let them out of their contract and gave them their music back. Well, they had to fight for that. They had to fight for their music. So now, every time you play their song, they get paid. That's true. Plus, you know, YouTube. They have a YouTube page. What do you? What would you have done in the eighties if you were this age now? Would you just drop to your knees for Tommy Lee or Nikki Six? No. I wasn't that into Motley Crue. I Who are you into? I love their music, but I was a mine was I was a, addicted to Ozzy. So you would have dropped to your knees for Oz? No, not with how much crap he did. No, I would have behaved. <laughs> uh-uh. Dude. No, he snorts ants, he licks urine off... No, no. But he has a hell of a voice. And still does. He can still sing. When he's not fucked up. He can still sing, he just can't can't have an actual conversation with him (laughs) and understand what he's saying. He was terrible. It was kind of saddening when he was doing that reality series, wasn't it? Mm. He couldn't piece together a couple words. Those drugs came back and haunted his ass. Oh, yeah. I love the Osbournes. That was a good show. That's what it was called, the Osbournes? Yeah. It was a hell of a lot better than watching Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. I seen I'm that. telling you. I, I seen I don't that, know. too, and I hated that show. I don't know what it is about Kiss. I can't stand them. They only had, like, one or two songs that were any fucking good. And to be honest, if their music came on, I wouldn't know it was them. <laughs> I was I was really not a fan of Kiss. Well. Same with me. I don't know if it was a different generation because it was the 70s or what. No, actually, J-Man, I did not like Air Supply. No, I was not a fan. Air Supply? (laughs) It's another band. That's a different genre. Yeah, I was not a band. I was an Ozzy fan all the way. (laughs) I think my favorite band, you know, Cruise, like my second... But my favorite one has to be Scorpions. I love the Scorps. Now, see, me, it was Ozzy and then White Snake. How the hell do you even come up White with Snake. some shit like that? I liked White Snake. How do you put White Snake in even the same category as the Ozman? I liked White Snake. I couldn't help it. My it's, it's A lot of the music that I heard was cranked from the basement with my older brother. He would play, and let me tell you, I heard a lot of Jimi Hendrix back in the day. You know what? It's because <laughs> women like you, who had to freaking give us these love ballads, every band had to have one of these love ballads. Well, yeah, they had Home Sweet Home. That's uh, Home Sweet Home was good. Yeah, it was. But these other bands tried it, and it's because you fucking women. Oh, please. 
It was. I didn't see Twisted Sister doing no love ballad. Twisted Sister, I remember seeing them at the Thirsty Whale when it was still there. They weren't that good of a fucking band. They're just like Kiss. They only had a couple. Okay, is Rat got a love ballad? Oh, Rat does, yeah. What song? But they were freaking... Do you know the song? Sunset Strip, just like Motley Crue was. I think the best bands came out of England, though. And, well, we know Poison has every rose has its thorn. You just like Brett Michaels. I got you close to the fucking stage, and you love Brett Michaels. What? Yes. Well, what's wrong with that? He's hot. <laughs> if I wasn't standing with you, I probably would have shown him my boobies. <laughs> you would have got on your knees for him. For Brett Michaels? Yes. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. What? I, you know what? I don't get what goes through women's head with these guys. They know they're screwing a million other fucking broads. Yeah. But they still want to screw them. And I can understand it from the band's point of view. Dude, I would have been doing like a magic trick and busting a condom out my bra or something. Be like, let's go. <laughs> the band was probably like, you know what? A nice tight pussy every uh, trip, every city. That way you're not pumping the same one. But towards the end, Nikki Six is the one that actually ruined Motley Crue for a while. Yeah, because they were blaming Vince Neil for the whole thing. And it wasn't his fault. From like, because after his accident, after the accident, he went sober. Mm-hmm. Because it was part of his uh, probation was to no drinking, no drugs. And... Uh, Nikki Six was always fucked up on heroin. Yeah. He actually almost fucking died on heroin. Well, and... He didn't care if he was on stage, backstage, dressing room, in his apartment, on the... St- he didn't care where he was doing it. And he... He didn't. He, he thought it was Vince's fault, but it was actually his fault. And he actually, in in the movie, admits that it was his fault. But the dirt, everybody, it's on Netflix right now. You gotta check it out, man. It's a badass movie. We'll be right back.
it's Molly Day. We got Dr. Feelgood for China.
get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Before we move on, don't forget every Monday, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, China Dow is on all the major podcast platforms. China Dow's chit-chat, baby. And we also, before we move on, we got to mention Vince Neal's daughter, man. That was a heartbreak. Yeah, Skyler, she had uh, stomach cancer at the age of four and passed away. How the hell did that even happen then? Vince said it better. That's against the laws of the fucking universe, man. Exactly. That was a ball kicker right there for me. Mm-hmm. And the little girl who played the daughter... Her name was Cameron Ragsdale. ...was awesome in this movie. Yeah. Was just plain awesome. And And the other thing, Mick Mars, which I don't know if people know was the whole entire time, his whole life, even to this day, is fighting a rare, like, bone disease Mm -hmm. where it would actually cause him, like, to have a hard time with his body and his movements, like, moving even his hands. So he, his addiction wasn't so much the coke, his was painkillers painkillers due to the disease that he had which is some really effed up words so i'm not even going to (laughs) try i didn't even understand it when the doctor said it in the movie so the movie is dirt go check it out again on netflix you know we were laughing and joking about partying with bands and stuff but there are some dangers for people going to some Parties, and I'm not just talking about rock stars. I'm talking about even regular, today. yeah, regular old fucking parties. Yeah, that you gotta be careful with. Yeah, or a woman going to a bar. It is some dangerous shit out there that people pull on you. The drug use back in them days at parties was huge. Mm-hmm. Cocaine was the king back then. And cocaine nowadays is still considered a rich man's drug. Where meth is considered the poor man's coke. Right. Cocaine, you're looking at increased heart rate. That's why I was saying, how the fuck did they not have a heart attack doing all that fucking coke? And then they were mixing it up with alcohol. And we're not just talking only beer. I mean, they were drinking a lot of Jack Daniels. A, hot, a lot of hard whiskey. Yeah. Jack Daniels seemed to be a favorite while we were watching the movie. I know Coke is high society type of parties. The rich people. But then with the meth is more our people. Mm. And meth is just nasty shit, man. So the drug use, if you know what, you got to do what you got to do. Nobody should be trying to guilt you into not doing anything. But there are limits that you have to set for yourself, I would think. Oh, definitely. Learn how to say no. 
That's like when Vince Neil came back sober, Nikki Six offered him a bump. And he was throwing up. And that's one thing that overdoses those with heroin is they get clean and they think they can go right back to where they were. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works. You got to build your system back up. Right. Heroin, I can't stand. Mm-mm. It's a devil's drug. Well. And now the fentanyl shit with it. You can't even buy weed on the street anymore without worrying if it's laced with fentanyl or something else. Yeah, no kidding. It's sad. It is sad. That's why with weed, I'll just go to a dispensary, fuck all that other shit playing around. Well, and then as the years went on, it went as far as, you know, the GHB, liquid ecstasy. Oh, the ecstasy. And then don't forget the rohypnol, which is considered a roofie. So basically, don't ever leave your drink unattended at a party, a bar, or anything. Well, give some advice for women. You go out to the bar on Fridays. Yeah. What precautions do you tell women that they should take? Uh, 100% never leave your drink at the table or at the bar unattended. Uh, like my thing is if I got to pee, that drink I'm drinking, I'm done with it and I'll come back out of the bathroom and get a fresh drink. Even if it's not full. Even if it's half empty, you know, even if I just took like a few sips out of it, I will get a fresh drink if I had to leave it because a lot of bars, you don't have anywhere to put that drink if you go in the bathroom. Put it on the sink. Yeah, but the sink is outside the stall. Oh, okay. Because a lot of of bars have two or three stalls in their bathroom. So if you put it out on the sink, you don't know who else is coming in that bathroom. True. True. I mean, you can probably bring it in and put it on top of the toilet paper holder, but I've gotten into the the habit of just, okay, I'm done with this drink. I'll get a fresh one. A lot of women get fucked up because of that. Well, and people they don't, don't take precautions. On people that. don't realize that there are really severe side effects with GHB. Just call it ecstasy. With liquid ecstasy, you get loss of coordination and concentration. Nauseous, dizziness, and vomiting, amnesia, trouble breathing, severe withdrawal symptoms, and the worst of the worst is coma or death. And this could happen. Yeah. And all that's happening is men are looking to lay, get laid. And And I think it's a coward thing, because if you can't get laid on your own accord, you got to use something to drug somebody up, you're a fucking coward. Yeah. Well, and then you got the roofies, Ruhypnol, which slow down your brain activity like a sleeping pill. And in some cases, it can actually shut down your brain completely. You get slurred speech, loss of coordination, confusion and memory loss, difficulty breathing, and again, overdose and death. There's also a drug out there that they put in women's drinks where it completely paralyzes them. They can't talk. They can't move. They have to feel everything that's going and on. And they can see it and hear it, but they can't move. They can't move whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that you got to worry about when a woman goes out to a bar or a party. Yeah. And most of the times, the rapes happen at parties and not a bar. Yeah, they're going to more likely happen at, I mean, 
anytime we've ever heard of anything, it's always been at a par- party at someone's home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it happens at bars too, but anytime I've ever heard of any of it, it's always been at a private party. Well, bait rate drugs. That's what those are. What is it with men that have to do that? I I don't understand it. Well, and and the thing is, is it's not just it's not just the the women that should watch out for their drinks. There are some women out there that will do that to a man. I think they're more devious if a woman does it. Oh, I agree. Because why would they even want to do something like that? Just to get laid? The guy probably couldn't get his dick hard. Well, some people just like to do what they got to do to get some, and maybe they can't get any, so this or is Or either that, way. it's like misery with, uh, you know, what's his name? <laughs> the guy who played Sonny <laughs> in Godfather, and next thing you know, he's tied up to a fucking bed getting his legs By broken. By Kathy shit. Bates? Yeah. <laughs> I think women also have to watch their drug use. Mm-hmm. If they're there snorting or if they're getting fucking drunk, they are more success, uh, susceptible mm-hmm. to get in in a situation they shouldn't want to get into. And that's why with the partying in the 80s, I don't understand some of the women. Yeah, They would have known that these guys are fucking everything around. Don't you worry about getting a disease or something like that? You would think they would. Maybe I'm a little old-fashioned, I guess. But I just can't see sticking my dick everywhere that you know somebody's been doing somebody else and not worried about getting a disease. That's just like these one-night stands from parties. Well, and then, you know, I know a lot of people, like in the late 80s, early 90s, used to have farm parties. And if you don't know what a farm party is, it's when you basically steal everybody's prescriptions in your home. Oh, my God. And you pour them in a huge punch bowl. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. How do you even know about this? I didn't go to one, if that's what you're asking. I I was friends with some people in college that went to a lot of these. Mm Mm-hmm. And what you do is, is you throw all, you got all these pills, you don't know what the hell they are. They could be Xanax, they could be, you know, uppers, downers, you you name it. And you're going to reach in there and you take a handful of these pills and you pop them all. Whatever's in your hand, you that's what you're taking. Oh, Jesus. Which is a major... Kids used to do this. I mean, when I was in college, I mean, we're talking 1992. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from like, I'd say 88 and the last I heard of it was 92 but i you know every now and again you'd hear a little something something about it but i'd say like from 88 to 92 that was like a very popular thing to do at parties it was farm it was called a farm party and it was like p-h-a-r-m like as in pharmacy Mm -hmm. it was not farm as in like you live on a farm and yeah they would just dump every prescription they had not caring what it was and they would just grab a handful and take them have people become that fucking stupid? Yeah, they used to do that crap all the time. The drug interactions they didn't is even, deadly. They, they didn't care. They liked the high and the low out of it. 
They didn't even care. That's just like Xanax. I don't know why people pop Xanax. Now you can't even get Xanax from a doctor. No. Mm -mm. Xanax and pain medications are hard for people to get nowadays. But my question is, why? Why abuse a Xanax? Because you get high off of it. There's a high. There's a high off of Xanax? Anytime I took it for the panic attacks, it was like nothing. It just calmed me down. That's because when you and I used to get the Xanax prescriptions, they were super low dosages. But there's people out there, they're called bars. Uh-huh. Xanax bars. Right. Which are very high and potent. High in, you know, milligrams and very potent. There used to be a girl a few years back that used to work at where, where I'm at. Mm. And she used to buy Xanax off people because she would take her whole entire prescription and she would buy Xanax off people because she couldn't function without it. Really? Yeah. Oh, you told me about that one that was giving blowjobs to everybody to get the pill. Yeah. They go that far? Yeah. For that Xanax? Yeah, or she'd sleep with them. Huh. To get the drugs. People will do a lot of stupid shit to get high. I gotta give you that. Yeah, they do. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. 197. Oh man, you're going all the way to the bottom of the 197. List. I'm trying to get a good freaking uh, question here. Right. I've been getting my ass kicked the last uh, few days, so I got to go with 197 <laughs> to see what I got going on here. What do we got? All right. <laughs> Okay, enough of the laughing. What's the question? Never have I ever masturbated at work. No. No, I I never man. Ma- oh, bullshit, you were probably in the bathroom playing with yourself. No. I know you. No, not at work, dude. I don't b- barely ever use the bathroom at work. Okay, where's the weirdest place you ever uh, masturbated? I don't, I got nothing. Bullshit, you got nothing. I got nothing. You were sitting there laughing when you were watching the dirt and that broad squirted all the way across that the room. That was just funny because he got her to squirt and it like sp- sprayed everywhere and I'm like, I've done that. No, you never went that far. You ain't in my room with me at night. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten my foot. I've gotten the floor on the other end of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, you just uh, masturbate at home? Yeah. You never did it anywhere else where you were feeling up your cooter? No. On the outside anywhere? No. Bullshit. Uh-uh. You're lying. No. I'm a homebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a homebody with my body. 162. 162. What do we got? Have you ever got caught staring at someone's ass? Oh my god, have I? By the person whose ass you're staring at? Yeah, I am. (laughs) My problem is I'll stare and say, yeah. Because you get lost. That's how I get caught. Busted. Yeah, I get caught that way. Stupid. Why am I stupid? It ain't a bad thing to pay a compliment. Even though, you know, I'm not an ass guy, I like titties and stuff. 
you know, some of the little ones, too. Yeah, you're not a tits and ass, guys. Why? Because China doesn't have either. (laughs) (laughs) And no ass, no boobs. You used to have some big boobs and a plump ass. I know. But then I had gastric bypass, and they both went bye-bye. Is that, you know, is Brett Michaels somebody you would let colon cleanse you? No. Uh, no. Yeah, you would. No. Not mm-hmm. even stick a finger in there? Nope. Have you ever done that? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I've got busted staring at an ass or two. I do too, because I'm loud about it. <laughs> How are you loud about it? I'm like, Damn! <laughs> That's why you like Wrangler jeans or rustlers, whatever the hell they are. Wranglers, yeah. Or Levi's. Levi's. When guys actually wear their jeans right, yeah, because then you could see that they have a bulge and an ass. Fuck your baggy shit with your shit hanging half off your ass. No. Wear them right. I can't believe that's still a fucking trend right now. I thought that would be gone by now, don't you? You would think. Especially in the air of girly pants. Alright, I got something something interesting for you. What? Have you ever had a girlfriend whose mom you thought was hot? Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> you sit there and you wish you're banging the mother instead of her! Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> and I can be honest... I never thought any of my friends' dads were hot. They were just nasty. <laughs> well, what about the mom? No. They were like June Cleaver kind of shit. No. <laughs> no. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle Radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.